Welcome to Cosas Que Pienso. My name is Maya Villar Carrillo. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm recording from Encino, California, in my brother's closet because it has the best acoustics. Today we are going to talk about a consequence of COVID-19, the sudden return of Cambodian migrant workers to their villages from Thailand. This podcast is for the School for Field Studies class on Ecosystems and Livelihoods, taught by Professor Lisa Aronson. Here is some background on Cambodian and Thailand migration relations. Migrant workers in Thailand work in a wide, rain, wide range of sectors. The garment industry is one. Um, others are construction, fishing, and rice farming. Undocumented and documented workers are essential to Thailand's economy because of its rapid industrialization and its critical dependence on agriculture. The UN-run International Organization for Migration estimates that Thailand employs between 4 to 5 million migrant workers. Together with Myanmar and Laos, Cambodia is a major supplier of migrant workers for Thailand. In May 2014, Thailand saw its latest military coup d'etat overthrow an elected government. Shortly after, approximately 250,000 Cambodian migrant workers fled from Thailand to their home country because they were forced to. Many people died in this exodus and the Cambodian local authorities and resources were quickly overwhelmed. There is increasing pressure from elders in families and villages on youth, Cambodian youth, especially men, to migrate, especially to Thailand. Why Thailand? Because it's easy to get to and there's a lot of work there and there's better pay. Most Cambodian people don't migrate with their children. Slavery and forced servitude and human trafficking is a major issue for men on Thailand fishing boats. Some migration push and pull factors for Cambodian people are a lack of employment opportunities, especially in the rural context, landlessness for in, or inadequate land um, for agriculture, indebtedness and microfinance loans, especially where people use their land as collateral, and environmental stress. Cambodian migrants tend to re-migrate to Thailand multiple times. Almost three-quarters of respondents to a survey said they had worked in Thailand previously. Almost, I mean, although most planned a return to Cambodia, few intend to do so, often preferring to stay six or more years before returning home. So today, do to COVID-19, Cambodian citizens' hardship continues as tourism decreases more and another flood of returning migrants um, come to the country. On March 21st, 2020, in efforts to control the spread of coronavirus, the Thailand government 
From March 22nd to March 26th, about 40,000 Cambodian migrants returned from Thailand. Around 15,000 returning Cambodians passed through the checkpoint linking Thailand's Aranya Prathat and Cambodia's Poi Pet towns on the weekend of March 21st alone. People, especially the migrants, are worried about returning to their home country and spreading COVID-19 to remote areas that are, that are currently virus-free. Not everyone is worried. Obviously, some people don't believe in the virus and are reportedly going about their day and going to open stores still. Um, the process that the Thailand government has initiated is one example where an attempt to reduce um, virus transmissions in one place caused additional transmissions to another place. The experience for people leaving Thailand was not safe. The Cambodian, Cambodia's interior minister, Sar Kang, said that the country does not have enough capacity to monitor all of the incoming migrants. He explains that the government can't keep them at the border for 14 days. However, they have asked migrants to separate and isolate themselves from their family for 14 days. Local authorities are supposed to keep track of them in their hometown. Myanmar's Mon State village chief said that he found out that officials were afraid and treated migrants like they were already infected. Even our volunteers, he says, became fearful when they looked at how the government health workers acted. Um, Minister King admitted that the massive return of migrant workers is impacting the domestic economy. When people are traveling through the borders, a lot of them are traveling in vans and in the back of truck beds, and they're often really close together. Um, even if they like can walk to the border, they're so close together to cross it, and some of them wear masks, but not everyone wears masks. Dr. Patrick Dugan, a regional migration health specialist, estimated that 3.5 million migrant workers from Myanmar, Vietnam, and Laos, and Cambodia remain in Thailand. 3.5 million migrants approximately remain. The Ministry of Labor in Cambodia estimates that there are about 2 million Cambodian migrant workers still in Thailand. So, as you can see, there's always number discrepancies. Up to 80 thousand have managed to come back to Cambodia before the 14th of April. Only 80,000 out of about 2 to 3.5 million people. Um, Myanmar is on the onset of a migration crisis as well. They have declared to tighten what was initially a home quarantine system as the fear of imported affections, infections from returning workers grew. Um, Tightening what was initially a home quarantine system sounds incredibly suspicious to me. I don't know, though. Workers and officials interviewed in Myanmar detailed what could best be described as a self-regulated system. Mr. Sai Tun Shui, a 33-year-old carpenter, told the Stray Times that uh, vans with several other passengers when traveling from Myanmar border town to Mayawadi to Hupan. Um, okay, I'll redo that. So, Myanmar, in the onset of their migration crisis, declared 
they had to tighten what was initially a home quarantine system, which sounds a bit suspicious, as the fear of imported infections from migrant workers grew. I wonder what tightening that system looks like. Workers and officials interviewed in Myanmar detailed what could best be described as a self-regulated system. Mr. Sai Tun Shui, a 33-year-old carpenter, for example, told the Straits Times that he shared vans with several other passengers when traveling from Myanmar border town of Mayawadi to Hup'an. Officials told him that a healthcare worker would check on him during his quarantine, but no one did. Another returnee, Mr. Kun Mawang Nui, told a bus from Mayawadi Oh, took a bus from Mayawadi to his home in Shan State after crossing the border on March 26th. He says, I didn't wear a mask, and neither did other passengers. On the onset of more cases, Channel News Asia reports that the government of Thailand has allowed migrant workers to overstay their visas and work in Thailand, they say, until November 30th, without being fined. But then I also saw another report saying that the Thailand government was allowing migrant workers to stay until June 30th without being fined. So I'm not sure which one it actually is. Um, so what is the transition like to when people arrive home? So what is the transition like when people arrive home? In photos of people's return, many people are wearing masks, but they are also close to one another. When they go back, they report returning to bleak prospects for work and their family's health and safety. On April 2nd, 2020, Lucas News interviewed a young man, age 23. His name is Sun Chen. I was forced to stop working and to return to Cambodia on March 22nd. Chen told Lucas News. The Thai police said that we had to leave after lunch because they would shut down the border the next day. Some people are forced to leave without a place to go. When I arrived at my sister's dorm, Chen said, her landlord found out that I came from Thailand. The landlord then reported me to local authorities and told me that I am not allowed to stay because I'm a migrant worker returning from Thailand, he explained. The authorities measure temperature at border crossings, even though Chen's was an average of 37 degrees. And even though I'm healthy, he said, the landlord still didn't let me stay with my sister. It was discriminatory. Luckily, in Chen's case, he was accepted by his brother-in-law into his home in Kampongcham province. And in case you were wondering, he is following CDC recommendations for a 14-day self-isolation, which he reported to the news. Another account from uh, Mr. Sai Tun Chui says that I asked the shop to deliver more, but they didn't but they didn't. After finding out I had come back from Thailand, in the end, I had to hail a passing water truck. This is a story of when he ran out of water during his 14-day uh, isolation. 
In other news, a lot of garment factory workers are getting fired because they refuse to go to work to self to self isolate and socially distance. Um, also, UN Human Rights Office for Southeast Asia has commended the Thai government for positive measures in for positive measures introduced to assist migrants in the country from ensuring free COVID-19 testing to at-risk migrants and free medical care in public hospitals regardless of status to the passing of a new cabinet resolution. Some news from April 1st to April 9th. A planned return of 150 Cambodian workers from Malaysia was turned down on the 7th of April by the government to tighten safety for its country. So now those 150 workers planning to come back are still in Malaysia. Human Rights Watch said that the Cambodian government was using the COVID-19 outbreak to crack down on opposition. 17 people, including four members of the former Cambodian National Rescue Party, been arrested since January because they shared information about the coronavirus in Cambodia. And that is all that I have today. Thank you very much for listening and thank you for assigning this project. It was really fun to learn about all of this and to learn how to make podcasts. So thank you. Have a nice time and shelter in place. Um, say hi to Malin Kokia if you can for me. Bye.